Hi, my darlings. Good morning. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Whatever you are up to, I hope you're finding some sort of beauty and everything. It is midday, just about, and I just spent the last hour outside planting trees. 40 more. So this summer, I got to plant 120 trees on our backyard, in our backyard. Unfortunately, there's a whole bunch that died, which is upsetting. So I didn't realize that Siska spruce, I think they're called, they have a high rate of dying when you plant them and this this was actually quite upsetting <laughs> so i have learned and um so i'm not holding my breath anymore because before i was like it's gonna be a huge forest it's gonna be amazing 40 trees woo like 40 huge trees next minute i think 38 of them died <laughs> no maybe maybe 35 but that's that's that was devastating i think also the environment wasn't right for them and we weren't watering them and we planted them right at the start of summer and didn't water them because they're in the middle of moss and we didn't want to keep stepping on this very very de delicate moss on our land so this time i planted away from the moss somewhere where, where i could reach them and it's really rainy right now it's not hot anymore what's it called summer is about to end winter is coming in which is so surprising i mean i swear i have never seen seasons change as much as they change in iceland it is mind-boggling like I within the last week the shrubs right now are already brown and a little bit red and the trees are starting to change but it's just so fast so drastic and it's it really puts you into reflection of the world the planet and yourself because it almost puts like a very significant timeline on everything whereas before and and you know all the other seasons or when I was traveling and I didn't get a chance to observe seasons like this I was able to disconnect from that and you know I, I I was making the most of my life in different ways but now like being stuck in one spot you really you have to make the most of the season because then it's over and it and uh puts some sort of urgency into you but also observation of nature and how she goes through it uh the changes necessary changes and I I love what my beautiful man says um that this is like a breath out you know, it's got the breath in, in spring, and the breath out at the end of summer. And it just goes through its cycles. And it's just one single breath for Mother Earth. Wild. I love it. But anyway, I feel amazing. I just listened to my first podcast in months and months and months. I have not been reading at all. I have not been taking in any new information at all for such a long time. I've had this huge resistance to learning a lifelong learner I in different ways I'm, I'm not necessarily saying books but like I did seminars galore I you know I, I watched YouTube videos it was always about performance and upgrading myself and being better and grander and just being huge you know I must put more into my brain and then I stumbled across the concept of the information diet or information minimalism whichever way you want to see it and that just hit me so profoundly because I didn't realize how much wisdom there is from within. And if you're constantly taking in information at every second reading, at every second listening to a podcast, you forget to distill this information. And 
you forget to take time to reflect and let it integrate and you're expecting yourself to be superhuman. I can't believe the amount of things people do in life that are so detached from being human now. <laughs> it's like optimizing. It's like, well, have we optimized for being lazy and being like chill as well? Because that is a natural state that humans are also in oftentimes. It's the relaxation state um, and not being on guard and being more relaxed and and you know laughing and being in community and smiling and yet that's not allowed there's just so many things that the older I get the more I'm like what the hell (laughs) everything is just so flipped on its head it's like optimize quick make the goals quick what you're not doing anything you're not watching a podcast or not studying or you're not you're not doing something great with your land you must be such a loser and the amount of people that must feel horrible about themselves because they their productivity isn't as high as Joe next door. Or honestly, me. I, I feel bad for the people in my life that have observed me because my productivity and my work ethic is not healthy. <laughs> it was at such an astro- astronomical level that I can imagine people looking at me being feeling unworthy or not good enough because they couldn't have this state of productivity. And that's bad but I also can't take away from my experience and feel guilty for their pain like they have to digest it and and figure out in themselves that they don't want that as well Um, I think whenever someone feels pain or whatnot from observing other people jealousy or or whatever you really have to go within and, and try to understand if this is actually something that you want or you think that you should want it and if it's something that you want are you willing to make the sacrifices to get there which was for me I mean working my entire 20s without giving any space to anything else without honestly like the amount of sacrifices I made was enormous and are you trying to become someone else like I this thing that you feel bad about you know this huge booty for example on Instagram like I want one I've thought about it too I'm like do I work out just my booty but then I was like do I want that and then you know the aesthetic appeal sure maybe looks cool but I don't know if I want to dedicate like an hour or two a day to growing my booty <laughs> when I could dance, like pole dancing. I'm starting to be, become intrigued by pole dancing again and wanting to do that because I really want to explore my sensuality for the first time in years. You know what the interesting thing is? And I'm starting to notice this. There's just so much happening in my in my internal world right now. Like everyone's probably like, oh, Sorel's not traveling. Oh, that must be so sad. It must be so hard. But I have so many adventures within right now. <laughs> like the travel is outrageous inside of me. It's awesome. Um, but the weird thing is when I stepped onto YouTube is I became this more detached person from like more reserved person you know because I think I gave into the pressures of what it means to be in the spotlight for a lot of people which is shut off your sensuality especially especially for women you know um sensuality and sexuality which is innately something that we are so drawn to and nurturing caring touching loving a lot of women have this um a lot of guys obviously as well but it's just so shunned upon like 
to be that kind of a woman, if you are sensual, it's like, oh, you're asking for it or, or, you know, you're getting that attention because the way you're acting. And it's like, no, this is innately how I am. And so when I got into the spotlight, I almost shut that part of myself so much because I was ashamed that people would see me in that light. And it's, I mean, some traumas, I guess, that I have, I'm still dealing with, but a, a lot of my life has been like that and the only time that that veil had been veil had been lifted for me to allow myself to explore the more sensual side of myself was when I picked up pole dancing and that was only like my sister inspired me for one to pick up pick up pole dancing because I saw her do it and I was like whoa that's cool and I did not think for the life of me that I could be sexy but I stuck with it for like three or four years and after the very first year, the first year ended and I looked at myself in the mirror when I was dancing and for the very first time ever, I was like, oh my God, I'm sexy. And that was such a special moment for me. <laughs> a life of telling yourself that is no way that you can be sexy because you have your shoulders are too broad, because you're too skinny, because you have a very like pointy nose, because of all these other excuses, because you know, delicate women, they're weak. So you shouldn't do this. Sensual women, they're weak. Um, it'll take away your power. You won't be as productive. Like the amount of excuses I had around why sensuality was bad. And I swear to God, I'm not, not even remotely close to it. I think I have some really strange issues around sensuality and sexuality that I'm I'm definitely trying to explore. But now I'm starting to rediscover this. And I think it was a big big part of this was I I just had therapy we're doing couples therapy right now which is just so mesmerizing and awesome and I'm I'm loving it just to have like an external party to be like hey this is where you guys can you know you're not seeing each other you're seeing differently and yeah it's it's beautiful experience and I'm so grateful to share it with Leon because it's just bringing us so much closer together but something unlocked in me during one of the sessions which I'll talk about maybe my first therapy session eventually but um, nothing major, I guess, but it was major for me because I realized that I was making myself ugly and miserable, not miserable. I was making myself ugly and undesirable because I didn't want to intimidate people <laughs> because that's linked to my productivity. I was already smashing life in so many different ways, like business, finance, uh, health, that to add one more thing to my plate, I did not want to make people feel shit like how crazy is that I was self-sabotaging myself so that I wouldn't make other people feel uncomfortable around me because I already had so much of that and that this was already too much and maybe there was there was an element because my little sister my big sister um someone went up to her when she was young and not me but she told me the story later and they said to her oh your sister's the pretty one and that just really that my sisters had to deal with this on a huge level of her life because she was there was so much comparison between the two of us um and I yeah like all the time if whatever I was doing I think you know she was comparing herself to me in so many ways like why is she doing this why can't I do this like she's already the pretty one plus she has all this other stuff which is not true by the way my sister is fucking stupid Stunning. Holy crap. The best cheekbones in the world. My God, the most beautiful smile. And she's got curly hair. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. So for someone to say that to her, what a dick, honestly. 
Um, but I guess it was my sister's lesson as well to go through this and mine because I, I indirectly, as a result of that, when she told me, I was trying to make her not feel bad about herself and maybe my little sister as well. It's always like, I didn't want to, like, I've always, my whole life has, I've been in the spotlight, which I love, obviously, because I, I put myself in that space as well. But it also gave me so much pain because I knew that I was also giving other people pain. But then, as I just mentioned at the beginning of my little chat here, I now cannot take responsibility for how people react to me being me. Like I have to allow myself to be me and they have to heal the wounds within themselves in order to not feel inadequate around me. Like if I'm not out there trying to make people feel inadequate, but I'm just allowing my full expression of self, I cannot be responsible for how other people feel around me. That is their problem. That is their business. And they have to heal those wounds. Like you can, how people react to you, how people see you is none of your business. Because, because how could you possibly control that? That's so much pressure. <laughs> so much pressure. So yeah, I, I, when I came onto YouTube, I think it was just amplified that I didn't, like I already had so many things that were working for me that I didn't want to add the extra layer of, you know, looking good. Like I have, I knew that I was pretty and I, I really do love my aesthetic appeal. Like I love my face that I have. There's obviously I've had to work through some certain issues in my life, life like everybody else has, but I, I love myself. I think I'm beautiful, beautiful. And it's, I think now I'm actually starting to see it for the very first time in a very long time because I shut it off so hardcore because I didn't want to add that extra layer. And when I went into, when we had therapy and this popped up, I was like, I'm making myself like purposefully, but subconsciously making myself look ugly. Like I wouldn't wash my hair for a really long time. So I wouldn't like, I even have videos, even one that I'm putting out today where I didn't even wash my hair for, for the video and it's greasy and it looks so bad. And I was like, why did I not even wash my hair? Why could I not present myself? I mean, I'm putting out videos once a month now and that's, I couldn't wash my hair for it. And I was, you know, that, that, that sucked really bad. And so, but it's a, a new stage of my life where, you know, I, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm embracing myself, my body, my sensuality again. Thanks to that one freaking session of therapy, fucking therapy. God damn it. It's bloody brilliant, mate. But you have to find the, find the right one. I tried to do like distant therapy. Um, no, I, this is distant therapy as well. For some reason, she's just brilliant. But I've, I've tried to find other people and they were just a waste of time. Holy shit. Um, yeah, like, yeah, it was weird. Like, I don't know. Anyway, just finding the right person that is just holding space. They didn't, she didn't even say, like our therapist doesn't even often say much. She's just this one person that sits there and she just objectively sees what's going on. <laughs> I don't know why it was so powerful uh, to bring up such an issue that I didn't even know I had. I didn't know that it was there. So, yeah, I've been, I've been exploring, dressing up in dude clothes, which is completely fine. Like, I love dude clothes so much. Dressing up in floral amazing pants like makeup again for the first time in so long because in Iceland I, I, I can get away with not wearing makeup like I really can it's not like I have to 
show off. Like this, this in the cities, there's a reason to wear makeup every now and again if if you want to. But outside of the cities where I live, like in the middle of nowhere, it's it's like what's the point? Like who am I going to show off for? But I'm I've been putting on makeup just for like little drives or even just to be at home, and I felt so beautiful with and without makeup, with clothes on and without clothes on. And I don't really know yet what's going on. Like I'm still untangling this whole mess that I created inside of myself, this this box that I put restrictions around who I am and and how I can act. And I was so afraid. Wow, I'm, I just now even had another realization of why I was trying to make myself undesirable. And, and it was so that I would repel men <laughs> because I was afraid of my own, wow, my own self because of a, a lifetime of unhealed trauma and needing attention from dudes, I, I presume. And I'm healing that as well. Like I've never felt so, 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 so in love. Oh, oh, like it's so, like I finally see my, my partner and I as a unit. And this has taken so long and it's like, this is our love. And I don't care how other people perceive it. This is our love and it's so special and I feel the love and the warmth in his hugs and oh my God, I love him so much. (laughs) And I'm so grateful to get to this stage because I always ran away so much sooner and he just held the space (laughs) for so long. And knew my patterns and knew me running away from from being like so af- so afraid to love so deeply because of the pain you can experience when you surrender and you love someone so much. Like if they decided to walk away. <laughs> if you fully open your heart to that, that's so petrifying. And he just stuck by me. <laughs> Now I have his love. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. And it only took a freaking lockdown to make me realize. <laughs> I'm so lucky. And goddamn, it's got its own troubles of getting to this and it like it's, it wasn't easy at all like I put myself through so much pain I put Leon through so much pain but like this is our little sacred bond now and he's not gonna go anywhere and I'm not going anywhere and I can't wait to be like I can wait, but I think one day we'll be little cute grannies <laughs> and grandpa and grandma holding hands together. <laughs> I'm so grateful for it. Holy fuck. Oh, man. Oh, Leon and our stories just deserves a whole nother layer. But I think now, you know, realizing that I I, I only want I only care about the attention of Leon. I mean, yeah, it's nice to get attention from others, but I actually, for the first time in so long, I don't, I don't care. I want to get it from my man. 
and that's all I want. I want to just, I like, this is, I want, I want to satisfy him, and I want him to satisfy me, and just the two of us, like, exploring our bond, and our love, and so I'm not afraid to look good, and to be sensual, and and I'm still learning so many things around this. There's a lot of things that are just so, you know, shame around as a young kid being sensual, you know, I'm still having to unravel that. Because my, you know, my my parents, my mom didn't have healed. She had, she had traumatic experiences with sex, being violated and for... That was passed on to me, so whenever I was being my sensual self, which, you know, little girls are allowed to be, that's what, I mean, we're, sensuality isn't a dirty word. Sensuality is so much more than, you know, touching yourself or or whatever, or sexual acts. It's, it's just feeling the beautiful in your own self and in your own skin. There's, there's so much more to sensuality that hasn't been explored. And again, I applaud my sister so much for being on this journey and helping to heal the wounds of so many of us in the family because she just, all she's done is lead through exemplification through her going through her own shadows and dealing with her own trauma she's helping us so much and I don't want to take away the fact that I'm talking about this now like because we've had a lifetime of competition and so many similar interests it's actually ridiculous how many similar interests we have and maybe that's I mean, we've both explored this option. Maybe it's the competition came from me wanting to steal a spotlight from her to get extra love somehow. Like, I don't know how we have so many similar interests, but I'm trying to give as much space to her to explore herself as possible now so that she can bloom in her own way at her own pace instead of, you know, frantic Cyril coming in and sweeping in the attention and the and the being good at it because I just happen to be good at so many things. It's dumb. Um, but yeah yeah I just want to thank Steph because she's helping so so many of us like she's definitely helping me just through existing and I love her so much and um, yes I'm, I'm learning so much about how did this end up on this topic I'm not sure but this is the joy of having these little rants every every day just to share with you guys and see what happens. Tomorrow I'll be in the mountains and I will not be connected. I'll be with my friends in the middle of nowhere in Landmadalogur, um, in the middle of Iceland, the highlands, one of the most beautiful areas. And we're just going to rejoice with friends. It's going to be so nice. So I will not be online, which is awesome. But yeah, all in all, I'm excited about the journey of life, I guess, and the twists and turns of rediscovering yourself. And I said that this to myself, I think, this morning or yesterday. Like, I don't want to know myself. And that's, it comes in maybe two forms. One, I want to go deep and explore who I am. But two, I want to keep surprising myself with who I am and, and that my evolution. Like, I want to know all the different layers possible because I don't want to get to the stage where I'm bored of myself and feel like I've already explored everything. There's always something new to learn about yourself. 
So that's what I mean. I don't want to know all of myself. I don't want to know myself fully so I can make room to be inquisitive and dive deep into myself and figure out who I am on every aspect. And I mean, I'm 31 and I'm learning about sensuality and sex now. And it's it's been a lifelong journey and battle for me. And and um, that's a weird thing to to admit because I've been, I just put my attention on everything else except for this. And now feeling so in love and feeling so safe and wanting to create a special little bond and a special little family with with my my little pocket with my doggies and and my home in Iceland with Leon is such a nice experience it's like this new stage of my life and ah oh, what a joy to find to discover that this is a part of me that I thought was not there i am so thankful I am so thankful for you, for being here, for listening to my words. Thank you so much. And I do hope you have the most beautiful day and find beauty in whatever, even if it's the pain that you're going through right now. There's beauty in every aspect of it and everything is allowed. All the best to you and I'll speak to you in the next one.